0: Hello, welcome to In This Book. And today we are, we're embarking on The Red Tent, part two. Uh, Last time we spoke about The Red Tent, we did not have any spoilers. So if you haven't already read it or watched the movie, um, stop, (laughs) go back and uh, watch or or read first. Um, That being said, let's get into it. Um, so what did you think about the movie? What are your thoughts?
1: okay it was pretty close to the book mm-hmm. which I appreciated it still pissed me off though <laughs> <laughs> the story and the whole it really did piss me off um so I had a problem the before you get into the beginning and how that goes and the biblical references and everything there's a scene where she says i am your only daughter she's talking to jacob and she's calling him jacob not father not dad like how dare you and he said well these are my sons what would you have me do i'm your daughter like i don't count and that struck a chord with me Mm. because so often to this day we still have to fight for a place and even she was still thinking i should be somewhat special to you you have all of these sons your jealous sons at that took my husband and it's as if my husband don't count nothing that i ever did counted and your sons who lied to you mean more to you than me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So any type of trauma that I ever had, ooh, that stirred up um, because it was... Got a little Dina PTSD. Oh my- <laughs> <laughs> and not so much anything happened to me in that sense, but I think in the... I'm the oldest daughter in my family and the oldest granddaughter, living granddaughter. Um, and I... I understand how she felt being the special one, because in my family, the first granddaughter, she passed at nine months. So when I came along, I was the next granddaughter and everyone was like, oh, my goodness, is she going to make it past nine months? Mm. And I made it. And it's like, oh, my goodness. So, you know, they would work, you know, I won't say worship, but they really doted on me. So that made me feel special, you know, and it was a protection thing. So even, uh, but I don't believe growing up, I had any jealous cousins or brother, you know what I mean? I had, I'm going to tell you a story. (laughs) So looking at uh, growing up with all my male cousins, right? uh, I was about six or so. And I had my other cousin who he was about maybe four. And he punched me in the stomach, right? And I started to cry because why did he punch me? You know what I mean? And then I'm bigger. I didn't want to hit him back and hurt him. So I ran and told his older brother. I said, he punched me. He said, so what you want me to do? Well, you his brother. He said, and you're his older cousin. Why didn't you hit him back? Well, he's little. You're his older cousin. Handle it and i'm like uh but he was also trying to help me stiffen up you know what i mean be tough get ready for this world like it is what it is show him who's boss you're still older you you're, you know he's still smaller but he, he punched you didn't he he worked the pumpkin you know what i mean he's not that fragile go <laughs> ahead and handle it and i think with that feeling that empowerment from the male's cousins in my family you know what i mean so watching her go and going back to dina watching her have to experience fighting for the attention i didn't have to fight for attention at all uh so but it bothered me because i didn't have that feeling you know i mean that growing up and it's like oh my goodness wow i'm glad i didn't have that experience my little you know cousin punching me in the stomach at six that was traumatic enough like oh my goodness how do i handle this he's so cute but he punched me you know what i mean and um just having a mix of emotions and even though that's something so simple the the men in my family were protective and anytime anything happened what do you need versus dina who was just pushed away
0: Mm. yeah that's, um. it's, you're telling the story and I'm thinking, I'm like, my, you know, growing up was was very similar in the sense that it was just me and my brother, my older brother for, for quite some time. My younger sister is seven years younger than I am. Okay. So, and then I had some older cousins um, who were all boys. Okay. So, you know, every time we got together, I was, you know, the the odd one out, you mm-hmm. know, and I was teased a little bit um but nobody teased me worse than my brother he was the worst and but i had a i had a temper like i could handle a lot You're and right. then i would just blow up um i'm still that way i handle a lot but <laughs> you push me past a certain point forget right. it um so uh, my mom tells a story all the time and it's it, i don't i don't remember how old we were we were probably like maybe five and seven maybe eight and ten something around there mm-hmm. and i had um i had enough i absolutely had enough so i put him in a headlock oh dragged him downstairs <laughs> um to in front of my parents who were just sitting there you know probably having <laughs> coffee having a conversation and i right. drag him by his neck and i said say goodbye to your son <laughs> <laughs> So my mom will always tell that story um to let people know, like, gosh she's not weak.
1: Right. Because <laughs> like, you're so sweet. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> she can
0: handle herself. Um and so I I've I've always grown up with the sense that, you know, I can be sweet and calm and kind, but uh, yeah, don't, don't push me too far because when I've had enough, watch, know, out. watch out watch <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, it's, it, it's funny, um, when you watch a movie like this or I, I found it to be really slow moving, yeah, very it slow, was. I was like, Yeah, was you could have done this in, in one episode, not two, <laughs> <laughs> the episodes were an hour and a half long. So it was like two movies. Right. Um. I was like, you could have done this quicker. But I liked how they took time. There was a lot of character development. Yes. And that was important mm-hmm. um, because you don't get that necessarily from, from you know, if you didn't read the book. Sure. You read the book, you kind of already know these characters. So mm-hmm. if you're somebody who watched the movie as opposed to reading the book, you read, you watch the movie and then you can fall into that, you know, pattern of really seeing the um character development. What I thought was um pretty interesting is there was a quote um in the beginning um where she um it's Leah so Dina's mother Mm -hmm. when Jacob uh goes to see his brother across the river. Yes and we don't know what's gonna happen, Mm -hmm. right? And you know it could have been an all-out war. It could have been, you know, uh, anything. And they were, they were bracing for the worst. And, you know, he had this sense of betrayal and, you know, but I have to make amends. Um, So Jacob was standing up to be an honorable man. And then here comes his brother. Right. And we are all like (laughs) walking like, all right, what's he going to do? but he just is it you is this really you and Mm -hmm. then he embraced him and then all the the family comes Mm -hmm. in and leah says to dina at that moment um the mark of a great man lies in his ability to forgive yes and that really set a tone um for for the movie for me or the the book or the story because then you start to look at the characters in a different light especially the male characters yes like um so we know there are some who really don't have that and and vengeance is too strong Um, his sons his sons Mm -hmm. right i mean the the just and we see that in life we see that so often where you did me wrong I have to pay you back. Right. I have to seek vengeance. Yes. Um, and we, I think, it happens too often that that is the first line of defense, as opposed to how can I forgive? How can I see what's going on for the other person, and walk in their shoes, and maybe find a way to to forgive, you know, and and move on. Um, and a lot of times a lot of times this vengeance happens so quick that you don't get the full story and there's a whole misunderstanding yes yes which
1: by the way that's a lot of shakespeare plays too Mm -hmm. but anyway Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) the i think most people experience people like the father-in-law lavin he's just an asshole, okay? Simple <laughs> as that. He's just an asshole. <laughs> and- <laughs> are you saying there's a lot of assholes in the world? <laughs> <laughs> and so, when you have someone like that, the way he beat his wife and the way he just treated everyone as if they were beneath him and he was miserable, when there's people like that, it's almost to the point where it's, oh, you're going to get my vengeance because this is the type of person you are. And also, was it Levi and who else? His other son, though. Yeah. They were just like Lavin, same way, just mm-hmm. angry. And But then you have the other sons who would probably first think to forgive. Like, you know what? Hold up. Let me find out everything first. Let me figure this out first.
0: Yeah. And you saw that in Joseph. Yes, But later on, um, after he was sold, Um, into slavery Mm -hmm. and then cut, you know, now he's in Egypt Yes, and he's, you know, I don't remember what his title was, but he's, you know, this royalty. Mm -hmm. Um, He wasn't so quick to forgive. Seeing that pattern. Yeah. That pattern. Mm -hmm. And it took Dina really begging, 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 begging to Mm -hmm. spare her son's life. Right. Um, Oof. That... That was strong, Um, but his character really did show, you know, when he Mm -hmm. made the decision to spare his life and, um, you know, send him away. Right. um, To save his face, basically. Right. Um, So I think that is another way of of showing the mark of a, a true a great man right because all right so you're supposed to have this vengeance um and it could actually hurt you in that sense to not you know go forward and through with that vengeance because then you would be viewed as weak and in that sense then he has to do something but what he chose to do was um a, a form of forgiveness right i mean yes. he he sent him away and said go live a life outside of here where i could save face but you could live right
1: i mean if you perfect by the way I've, the whole book there's so many instances where forgiveness of themselves think of rachel hmm. she had to forgive herself for not being able to bear children for so many years, as you help people raise their own until she was able to finally have her own, you know what I mean? Then even with Dina and um, her mother-in-law, like, wow, (laughs) wow, like, come on, all the vengeance needs to be Mm. had, all the vengeance needs to be had, but you had no, you've just dismissed your own family, so where's your source of support to fight Mm. this powerful woman? You have none. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I understand if you want vengeance, how dare you take my son? But it was one son for another, you know, that's what it was.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this is another parallel to life, right? Mm -hmm. So at the very end of her life, you know, this, the queen, right, Mm -hmm. the very end of her life, she, uh, asked for forgiveness. See? So. Um, and she saw what she did was wrong. Mm-hmm. But After the fact. Why? <laughs> and and this happens in life. All why the time. do why do people wait until their last few breaths to to seek forgiveness or to make amends and do the right thing? Because
1: You can't tell me they didn't have that guilty conscience all them years. Who are they saving face for? You said saving mm-hmm. face. Who are you saving face for? Because in your mind, being the queen, you have to what I say is right. And if I show that I'm wrong, I'm showing weakness. No, it's not. It's showing better character to say, "I apologize. That was so wrong of me. How can we fix this?" But instead of that, they wait till they die. Okay, all right, I did it. Whoo, I'm good now. <laughs> like, what you you rot in, from the inside out when mm. you do that? Yeah, yeah. What did you think overall of the book?
0: Oh, I I mean, this was one of my favorite books of all time. Um, And I think the reason why it was a favorite book of mine is because there's something that I really, I resonate with the whole community um, sisterhood, just that there's something there, the, the whole concept of the red tent and women sitting together and there's no competition, there's no there's just love and support and Until a man come around, but well, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I remember reading this and and I know we spoke about this last time though where I was like, why didn't I read this before I had, you know, kids? Um, because it really was was great.
1: Would you have thought that way though? Before you had kids. You know what I mean? You know, I think I
0: would. I I think I would, because even before I had kids, I was very entrenched in the kid world. I was teaching preschool at the time. And um, I thought I was going to be a great mom because I, you know, loved kids. And I'll never forget the moment that I, you know, looked at my daughter and was like, oh, my God, I totally understand Mm-hmm. you know, all these neurotic parents that drop their kids <laughs> off and they're, you know, their mm-hmm. their heartstrings are just torn when their child's crying and, yes. you know, um, they have to leave and walk out the room. I was like, oh my gosh. So I think from my perspective, I, I was a good mom. I became a good mom because I was a, a good teacher and I became a better teacher because I was a a good, good mom. mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so those things were really, and you know, just just feeling that. And, and I'll tell you another thing: when I had my second, I cried. I held my daughter; she was about um, eighteen months old, and I was doing a few weeks. And I looked at her and I cried. I'm like, I can't believe what a terrible, horrible person I am. I'm going to bring another life into this world and i have no business doing this because there's no way i could ever love another human being as much as i love her
1: as much as i love this
0: baby and then i had my son and i was like instantly like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. you can (laughs) the capacity to love has just grown right um you know it was like the grinch who stole christmas (laughs) his heart grew three sizes that day you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and you know, so having my own kids, um, and then I had a third, and I was like, "Oh, love this one just as much." You know? right? <laughs> um, but by that time, you know, it was piece of cake. Done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, you know, I, I really enjoyed being a mom. I really enjoyed being pregnant. I really enjoyed nursing. I enjoyed every aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It was what i felt like it was meant to do you know and um i had friends who were having babies around the same time and we had our little mom group that Mm -hmm. we you know we all worked together in in the preschool and that's how we knew each other and we all had got married and had kids around the same time so we used to get together like at least once a week. So we had that like kind of almost red tent oh, right. community. Mm-hmm. Um, and we played. the kids played together. And then, and then when we got severely outnumbered, when we each had probably like two or three of our own, and then we got together, we were like, okay, we, we might want to rethink this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little much. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, maybe we keep the kids at home with dad <laughs> and come out and have a, you know, girls night one mm-hmm. night. Um, you know, and, but that was what we enjoyed. We all loved it Mm -hmm. and we had the support. So when somebody was new to, you know, nursing, it was, it's like, yeah, it's gonna hurt at first. Yeah. Just keep on keeping on. Here's a little trick. I, you know, um, and you you just share, so. I miss those ladies. They were, they were amazing. Um, and, but there's times in our lives where that fits for a little bit and then, and then things change. Right. And, um, and I'm still, I still talk to quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe not as often as I'd like, but, but there is still that sense of community and and Mm -hmm. it's a very unique thing. and, And I really hope that everybody, um, I would love for every woman to have that, you know, um I had the opportunity to um be at my nephew's birth. So when my sister was pregnant, now my youngest was probably twelve at that point. So she asked me to be her doula. I didn't know what a doula was, but I knew that um, you know, with my yoga experience I could, you know, sit with her and, and breathe and keep her calm and um and and i was there for that and it was it was pretty magical and i thought oh my gosh if my kids weren't so young at the time or i really needed to be home mm-hmm. i would love to do that you know for for women because it was so amazing um and i did have the opportunity to do that again when she had her second which was in 2020. Oh, beautiful. Um, so not only was I there for the birth as her doula, I went and got certified to be a doula mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to to really have all the tools. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, I ended up going and being with her and you know, my brother-in-law. And um, she had a home birth. And it was a water delivery. It was oh, it was pretty cool, except the midwife didn't get there in time, so <laughs> I delivered the baby. <laughs> um, but you know what, though? It, it really was, um, I really was like Dina in that moment, you know, mm-hmm. like there was a lot of chaos with like, oh my gosh, why is the midwife not here? And it was like, well, the baby's coming. So... Mm-hmm let's do this you know and mm-hmm. i was able to keep calm and and keep my brother-in-law calm keep my sister calm mm-hmm. and, um the dog the cats <laughs> you <know? laughs> um you know it was kind of like snow white in the forest with the baby being born <laughs> and then <laughs> um but it was a beautiful experience and um so i think that was a very long answer to your question but i think that's why this book really um you know resonated with me is because i have that innate sense of you know babies and and women and just being a support and kindness you know and and i i enjoy that beautiful why did you like the book? <laughs> or the book, what did you think of it? The I know book you pissed you said me off. It pissed you off. <laughs> Here I am. I love this <laughs> book. And you're like, ah, oh, this book is shit. <laughs> I get
1: why. Everything you said, I understand. And it makes sense, especially being a doula. And they speak about it. You know, you see um, the different characters. Dina growing up with that. You know, her mom, Rachel. You know all the mothers she had and then what's oh, the lady's name who taught Rachel and so it's like all of those things I see with you you know okay I could see Mary doing this I see why it resonated with me the sisterhood did the jealousy I saw I said that's what we're used to seeing and the game playing Mm -hmm. that young girls do we're used to seeing that and so all of that watching it come to fruition um i was like okay i understood it and i'm watching it and but then it was of course this is way back when i'm like wait a minute that's his cousin he he's marrying his cousin okay cool um (laughs) then (laughs) uh watching the other characters treat the women badly. It's beautiful to see when you have women get together, when you have outsiders treating you differently, then they finally go to see what, Jacob's mom. She's her own little person. And but I think the parts of the book that I like that spoke to me is, um, and I'm, why did I just forget the character's names, which The one who does the spirits. And Um, this one of the
0: sisters? Yes.
1: Wait a minute, not Zilpa. uh, The.
0: of the B. Yes. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And I might be saying (laughs) it wrong if I say
1: it. Yes. So, and then even though Jacob's mom was, to me, heartless, Mm. very knowledgeable and wise. Yes. So I respected that. Just me paying attention to the women, because it's primarily about the women. Yes, the men are there, but it should remind you of what roles these women played. So I did connect with the strengths of the women. Mm. And I could see why different women stood out to Dina and for what purpose and for what reason. Uh, To me, though, the fact that They had to fight for that, but elsewhere outside of this book, these women didn't mean anything, as big as their fathers do. And that part pissed me off, pissed (laughs) me off to no end. And he's just like, well, what about it? So going back to what you're saying, we do need the community, but you see with the patriarchal society, it's like, it's about us, you know? Wait, here's another part that that I thought was cute. Cute in the sense of not so, oh, cute, cute. No, beautiful cute. When Jacob was with uh, Rachel and he said, he gave her a gift. She was like, I'm not worthy. He said, why not? You're my wife. And he said, would you think I'm laying with you just so you can give me sons? remember his heart right. was with her the most. He fell right. in love with her. He was like you have my whole heart. Right. But you see that quietly. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like that's out and about, that's privately shared. So that's also for her to know no matter how many wives you have, it's me that's special, even though her biggest dream was to be a mom. Right. She was able to be a mom eventually, but those years you know what I mean? I'm like, what was it she was supposed to learn? Because she was also the one that played the most games.
0: Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So But among- she was a, a hopeless romantic as well. Yeah, yeah. she was. Yeah. She was. But that was her purpose. That was her role. And and I think I mean they really focused mostly on Dina. Right. Yes. But but Leah and Rachel, um, they there was that you know that 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 disconnect between yes. them for so long you know but when you talk about forgiveness they were able to do that
1: yes especially when times mattered when they had to buckle down and move and when they had things to do to uh protect uh their stepmom mm-hmm. you know they did band together and that was the beauty of it that's the beauty of the sisterhood yeah. so those parts i did like other than that though even the movie was slow the movie was <laughs> yeah. very slow very slow yeah so
0: and, and i couldn't um step away from the fact that the the guy who played jacob was um (laughs) one of the characters um from game of thrones i (laughs) I didn't watch game of thrones i'm just like come on i'm like wait what is he doing here (laughs) um but the the actress who played dina played um the white queen which is another really good series
1: oh i didn't see that either um
0: Mm -hmm. and the the egyptian queen the dina's Mm -hmm. stepmother Mm -hmm. um she was in succession (laughs) 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 so i'm recognizing all these phases um but yeah so i think that's uh that might be a really good place to uh put a bookmark in yes so this was a good one it was one they're all good yes (laughs) (laughs) all right till next time till next time